This is Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 154. Thomas and Majana back with you. And I'm going to let you hear more from Majana today. She is far more an expert on this topic than I. But this, I think, might be one of the most, at least the most inquired about topics, certainly in this space that we occupy, if not in the world today. The question, the age-old question that's been around forever what happens after we die? And just as a matter of setup on this, I recorded toward the end of the string of the audiobooks that I've done with Fred Dodson. The, one of the last ones was called Lives of the Soul. And I'll tell you, it to me might be one of the most important books that he's written. From the context that it sets up and describes what happens to us in between lives. Now, there are some things that you have to believe, really, I guess, in order to take the context of this book. And the book certainly explains what those are. But the whole setup is on what takes place in between this life and the next one. And we've had some people ask questions about this uh, privately. This has not been on the Facebook group. But the question of what really happens when we transition and I'll tell you the setup from Lives of the Soul, which you really have to almost combine with Levels of Energy and Levels of Energy Book 2. So this whole concept, this whole package, if you will, that life spins on a structure of emotions that are laddered, low, medium, and high. And that that tier, if you've listened to the audiobook or read the book Levels of Energy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, and a lot of people are asking, where should I start with this library of 20-plus books? I would start with Levels of Energy. Levels of Energy Book 2, which is called Spectral Con Journeys in Spectral Consciousness, continues the levels of energy after we transition. So theoretically, after we leave this earth, we would be in the level of energy of where we left. Okay? Now, in that context, Majana has had a lot of experience, uh, how do I say this, communicating with people that have transitioned. I've seen it firsthand, experienced it with a friend of mine who passed, and she was in contact with him as he was in a very confused state. He passed away at age 35 and literally didn't know what happened. It was accidental. So I've seen this take place. We've had questions about it, so I wanted to bring her in to kind of talk about this from her perspective. Like, what does happen? Do you agree with the levels of energy structure after transition? And what have you experienced? My experience is that we definitely continue to progress and increase our energy when we leave this earth plane. We have jobs here, and that is to grow spiritually. And by trying to limit What's happening here? I think we're just trying to put the universe in a box, and it is far too intelligent for that. We shouldn't know everything. However, my experiences have been mostly with people who have recently crossed over, and either they have some unfinished business. You know, you hear stories about that, right? They have something they want to tell someone, or they died quickly and maybe tragically in an accident and truly don't know that they have have made that transition and they're just kind of in limbo and frustrated because they think they're still part of this earth plane and yet they're being ignored. 
Okay, so do you think then that the structure of the levels of energy concept applies to people that have transitioned to souls? Absolutely. And no matter where you are, you have free will. Right. So people that have don't know that they have died yet may just need they need to figure that out. And sometimes they're kind of hanging around. And I want to be really, really clear that that does not it's not frightening. It's not they're not here to hurt you or scare you or anything like that. They're really very confused. And um, once they can get that assistance, typically they're very happy to cross over. They're very, very grateful. Now, when you say cross over, what are you talking about? Well, that proverbial white light, I guess. Um, so I've had questions, and I've had some spirits, some, and, okay, by spirit I mean people that have died. Let me ask them questions. What are you experiencing? Will you tell me what's happening right now as we talk through this? And some of them are very gracious and willing to do so. So based on what I've been told, there is a light and it seems to be kind of like above your head and behind it so that you don't necessarily see it right away if you're not expecting it. And people that die quickly don't necessarily know that. So once you see that light, you actually, you just start moving towards it and you're greeted with angels and family and loved ones. And it is, it's, I have heard nothing but love, 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 love. Everything is love and beauty. And you can at any time put the brakes on and say, nope, I don't want to go. And stay right where you are. I haven't seen anybody. I haven't visited with anybody that has been willing to stop it once they understand what's happening and progressing. Now, that's one of the questions that has come up around this is, can you actually communicate with people after they've transitioned? I think that's a great question. I think that most of the communication happens immediately after and for a short period after. On the earth plane, the energy is very, very dense and compared to other planes. So once you transition, you can move so much faster and your soul growth can happen faster so you can vibrate at a higher frequency. That is not to say they cannot come back. I can use my, my parents as an example. My mom has been dead 21 years now. And initially she came back often. And we had many, many conversations and I was so very grateful and definitely as time passed, she came back less frequently. And now it, it is very seldom. And if she does, it's different. It feels very different. And it's very brief. It's the what I hear her say will be just a few words. And she's gone. She's not hanging around for a conversation. So I think that it just takes more effort to lower the vibration to be able to communicate once you've been over on the other side because you continue to grow. You're going to soul school or whatever is happening up there. That's all in Lives of the Soul. Tells you all about that. <laughs> all right. Now, what about this concept of talking to people that have, what do you mean by when she talks to you? I've never heard that. I've not experienced it. Probably most of the people listening this to this have not experienced it. So what do you mean by talking to them? You know, it varies by the the person that's communicating with me. Um, the first time I was ever 
aware of this. I was three years old and awakened at the night in the night with a spirit talking to me. And I was terrified, you know, how do you know my name and who are you? And sometimes I see them. And for me, what that looks like is looking through a window at night. If you have your house lights on, but it's dark outside, you know how you, your image is kind of reflected back and it's translucent. That's what those images look like to me. And sometimes I won't see them specifically. Um, I will see more. They, they like to show images, especially they need to replay their death. It's like that's how they acknowledge that. So once they replay that and I affirm to them, yes, you know, you, you died in that accident, then they can release. They can go on. And then sometimes it's just um, just hearing it and you might smell a perfume or a cologne or uh, flowers or something that you should not be smelling at that moment. It might be a breeze, a temperature change of just feeling an energy. There's so many different ways that they can appear and it's normally pretty subtle energy. Usually they don't appear full body um, like like they when they were alive, unless they have a very specific reason they want to get my attention and want me to give someone a message. Now, obviously, if your mom comes back and has contact with you, that's one thing. You've had people who you didn't know. Why would those people find you? Wow, that's that's the million dollar question. And you know, I've throughout my life done a lot of reading, trying to answer these questions. What is this? How is this happening? And what I am told from the other side, as well as what I've read, is we, you know, our auras are is an energy field, right? And that extends beyond your physical body, and they can see that. And somehow people that are more tuned into this just have a different aura, and they, they can see it. They can see the difference in that, and that's and they're attracted to it. Actually, now that you mention that... When I was living in downtown Dallas, I was visited by somebody. Yeah. And th- that was one of the th- I asked, how did you come to find me? Why? Why are you here? And that was one of the things that came back was that it was like a beacon of light coming out of this place where I was staying down there. So, yeah, okay, I get it. Yep, that kind of conversation. You know, it's amazing. It is very interesting. And I feel so privileged to be able to help, um, help the help people that need to receive a message and people that have not yet made that transition. It's a real honor to help them over. And it can be a full time job. You have to set boundaries. Okay, let's go back to your mom's situation for a minute. And actually, this was your stepmom, not your birth mom. Correct. So after she has been in the non-physical for a while, you said the communication backed off. And what was the last communication you had with her? Oh, very, very cool. Actually, it was Mother's Day. And, you know, I was just sitting alone, reminiscing and missing my parents and those other Mother's Days when we celebrated. And mom suddenly appeared. And I have not heard from her in quite a while. And all she said is, I'm coming back. (laughs) Good message. And Why do you think then that the communication backs off or what do you think takes place? And I know that you've listened to Lives of the Soul, but what do you think takes place during the time? So you said 21 years. Obviously, the minute they die, time is no longer relative. 
We know that. Correct. So what do you think takes place in the soul realm? So this is where we enter into that everybody has an opinion, right? Because and we a, can't prove and a, it. And a belly button. And a, Exactly right. <laughs> so my opinion is that we do continue to progress. And there are actually, and some of this I have been told, that um, like, like mom would come back and say, you know, I say, I've missed you. Where have you been? And it would be something like at school, you know, very brief words. And then she's gone again. So I don't know what that soul school looks like, but I think that you do continue to progress. I honestly don't know if you're, you know, it's possible that you're having a life on another planet. It's possible that you're dealing meetings. You know, you're, you're in a big conference room with spirit guides and, and whatever, you know, ascended masters planning out your next life. But I think you do continue to grow and you are preparing for your next life and setting those goals as to what that life will look like and why, what you want to fulfill. Do you think for those of us who have lost people recently, fairly recently, that we're still in that grieving healing process, is it important that we think or even attempt to reach out to them or that we try to hear from them? You know, I, I've heard this repeatedly, that especially when somebody is not in a, an accident, if they maybe are in the hospital or whatever, or they're dying and you're present or you're aware, they actually hear and, and not only hear, but very cool, feel your prayers. Because that is very loving energy. And energy transcends every every realm. So yes, please. I think that's wonderful. And I think that that is a huge value of funerals or memorial services, um, celebrations of life. And I think they should be celebrations of life because you want to send them with love and positive energy, not mournful, sorrowful energy. Fred talks about in Lives of the Soul that it's important for that reason to have your family around you when you transition. And obviously, a lot of times that doesn't happen. In fact, this friend of mine who passed contacted Majana because he died of seizures, basically. And and what happened is he hit his head on the curb. He was outside, had a seizure by himself, walking home from work one night and had a subdermal hematoma. So he was alone when he died. He, did, he had no family here in the United States. He was from Africa. And the combination of all of that had him confused as to what had happened. Yeah, that was very unique for me. That was the first time that anybody had approached me and I could actually feel what he was feeling. I felt his that he was disoriented and I felt him walking and being dizzy and dazed. It was a very interesting, uh, interesting experience on my side. And then after time has healed and time does heal, isn't it that we just kind of let the natural process of things take place and spirits go their own way and we go our own way? And Well, time does heal. And you can, every time you think of them, you send love. So my dad just made his transition two and a half years ago. And I miss him terribly. And I still talk to him. And occasionally he comes back less and less frequently. But... Thinking of him, thinking of somebody that you love is just sending them energy. And I don't think 
um, I just think it takes so much effort for them once they reach a certain vibration for them to come back. And, and remember, you're in this life for a reason. And you haven't lost them. You're in the same soul group. You travel together and you're going to be with them again. It's just time seems to drag while we're here. It's going quickly for them. And one thing that truly has helped me deal with the loss of loved ones is think, celebrate that they have achieved their goals in this lifetime. They exited this planet because they reached their goals and they, they're elevated. So, you know, I, I want to be happy for them for that and so celebrate that for them. And then when you say your mom has been gone for 21 years and recently appeared to you and or, or when she said she was in school, that time could have been like a thousand years in our lifetime. Who knows what got compressed into those two decades? Yeah, right. There's that one. I've, I have no idea. OK, so what about contacting a person who calls themselves a medium who is an expert at contacting people on the other side? What are your thoughts on that? I think there are people very astute at connecting with the other side, and you should be very careful. If it's your loved one, you know their energy, and you don't need a medium. You can connect with them on your own. A great way to do that is is in your sleep. Ask them to come in your dream. And remember, if they've been gone for a while and they're on, they're continuing their soul journey, to, for me, if you're asking a medium to re- to contact them, it, that's a little demanding. It feels invasive to me. Like, drop whatever you're doing, come talk to me at this lower vibration because I want to. Ha- I have something for you right now. So, send them love and let them go. You know, I am so impressed with levels of energy, and it's made such a difference in my perspective of so many things in life. That when you were just saying that, one of the best things you could do if you've lost someone and you want to have connection with them, raise your own energy. Absolutely. Right. If you stay in a low level of grief, sadness, sorrow, pity, etc., you are only distancing yourself from them more and more energetically. But if you raise your energy in the highest level that we can achieve is pure, unconditional love, then you're getting closer and closer to where they are. Likely, that's, that's the language of the universe. That's it. All right. This is a topic that could go on and on. So if you'd like to converse with Majana more about this, let's do it in the Facebook group. Facebook, Subconscious Mind Mastery listeners on Facebook, and she'll be glad to chat and interact with you there. Absolutely. And in the meantime, enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.